Hello from the members of First United Methodist Church in Royce City. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope you find it meaningful and relevant. You're invited to join us for worship anytime, and you can learn more about our worship options, location, and small group opportunities by visiting our website, fumcroycecity.org. Today, we hear from our pastor, Reverend Chris Everson. May God bless you as you listen to His Word proclaimed. Just come to you, and we lift ourselves to you. That you bless us, and that you use us. So as we offer ourselves up to you, help us to go out to be your church in the world around us. So Lord, during this time, we pray that you let the words of my mouth and the meditation of your heart be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. Please be seated. I tell you, last week was just awesome. If, if you hadn't had a chance, if, if, if you weren't here and you want to hear uh, our district superintendent, Reverend Dr. Ron Henderson, uh, message, uh, we have that on our website and, and podcasted to go back and listen because he, he brought it last week. It was awesome. Um, it, and it was a good reminder for me and hopefully for you about who, who God has called us to be. You know, so many times uh, we get such a, a negative view of, of who we are. And I know I'm, I'm pretty much uh, more guilty of that than, than anybody else that I know. You can just ask Tracy. Um, but, but, you know, I, I, I have a, just a, a negative view of who I am, but that, that's not who God says that I am. And that's not who God says any of us are in this room, that we are a blessing. And, and if you, you didn't get anything else out of what Dr. Henderson said last week, and if you don't get anything else after anything else that I say ever, 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 just know that, that you are a blessing, that, that, that God ha, ha, has placed something in you that, that you can share to the person sitting next to you, to uh, whoever you work with or just out in the community. God has a blessing that you have that is only gifted to you that you can share to others. And then to kind of tag on what we talked about the first week of this series, you know, it may be just a little thing. It it doesn't have to be a huge uh, gift or a huge talent, but if you just use what God has given you, you will be a blessing to others. So that brings us to this week's message as we continue in our stewardship series about what does it mean to give? What what is the blessing of giving? That's just a fun thing to think about for me. You know, the blessings that that we can give when, when we actually take the time and opportunity to share what God has given with us. So our scripture, uh, we're going back into the book of Acts, the 20th chapter, and we'll read verse 32 through 35. Now hear the word of the Lord. Now I commit you to God and to the word of his grace, 
which can build you up and give you inheritance among all those who are sanctified. I have not coveted anyone's silver or gold or clothing. You yourselves know that these hands of mine have supplied my own needs and the needs of my companions. In everything I did, I showed you that by this kind of hard work, we must help the weak, remembering the words the Lord Jesus himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. When Paul had finished speaking, he knelt down with all of them and prayed. They all wept as they embraced him and kissed him. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Now I commend to you, to God and to the world of his grace, which can build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. Paul gives us these words, or actually uh, Luke gives us these words of Paul as he is getting ready to, to take off on the last part of his journey. And we see at the end that the, those that are gathered around are, are disturbed and, and they're uh, upset because they know this is probably the last time they're going to see Paul. And Paul gives us these words and gives his, those around him these words to remind them that, that the ministry that he did was not his ministry. Did you hear that? The ministry that, that Paul did was not Paul's ministry. It, it was God's ministry. And he was reminding them and telling them that I, I commend to you what God has given you. And the, and the gifts that God has given you are gifts that you are then called to share to others. See, Paul knew very, very well that, that people kind of guessed his motive in, in all that he was doing. You know, they, they were saying, People were saying that Paul was trying to do this just to, to line his pockets. But Paul was reminding them, you know, everything that I do, I, I, I do on my own. I, you know, Paul was a tent maker, and he went and he made tents because he wanted to make sure that people knew that, that everything that he was doing was to glorify God and to give honor and glory to God. And not only did Paul do that, he then took what he had and gave to his companions. He gave to those who, who were in ministry to him because he knew that since he was blessed to have all that he had, he was then allowed to share that with others. And he did this for one reason. He did this because he knew that, that what, he give, what he gave and what he did was just to be about the work of building others up. So Paul's whole ministry, after his conversion, he knew that, that his task was to build up the body of Christ and, and to support them and to undergird the work that was happening there so that Christ may be proclaimed. Do you hear that? So that Christ may be proclaimed. Not, not Paul, not, not the works of the early apostles, but he wanted to make sure that anything and everything that the young, fledgling church did build up Christ. 
And my friends, sometimes we have a tendency to forget that. When, when we look at, at the bills that come in, when we look at, at, at the work that has to be done, we, we, we try to find ways to, to undergird and support all of that because, well, we have to keep the lights on or we have to make sure the lawn gets mowed. We have to, you know, you can list on and on and on, but that's when we miss the point. When, when we start thinking about what we give and, and what we do as a way to, to keep things running, we miss the point. All that we do, everything that we say, everything that we give is to proclaim Christ. And Paul continues in his message, and he, and he shares how that we do that, and we, we, we proclaim Christ by helping the weak. Hear, he didn't say we, we proclaim Christ by, by making sure every person gets saved. That's a part of it, and that's important. But he said that our task, our goal, is to make sure that we as the church help the weak. That's what the early church was about. It, it, it helped build on the traditions of, of, of the Jewish faith, and, and it, it had a different light to it because of, of the words that Jesus gave us. But if we see the early church, they, there, were, there were struggles and there were challenges because there were widows and orphans that needed to be taken care of. And, and the early church said, we will be the ones that will help take care of them. There, there, there were buildings that, that needed to be built or, or, or churches that needed to be built up, but it wasn't because they needed a place to gather. But it was, it was a place for an outpost, if you will. It was a place where, where ministry can happen and so that lives that can be changed. <clears throat> we in the modern church, we have a tendency to forget about that. We, we have a tendency to forget that our main task as the, ch- as the church is to change lives through the love and grace of Jesus Christ. Not, not by what we do, not what we can brag about, not that we can do certain ministries that, that, will, that will lift us up, but it's all about changing lives because Christ has changed our lives. I love last week, uh, Dr. Henderson, he made a point about uh, blessings, about how we are called to, to be a blessing so that blessings may be poured out upon us. And, and he made this line that made me laugh, talk about how, we, you know, he, God talks about giving us blessings, but not money. Because if we had all the money in the world, you know, everybody would give freely because they knew that they would get more money. But that's not what blessings are. Blessings are these little things that we have around us. It's relationships. It's, it's seeing people's lives being moved and being changed. It, it, it's praying for one another. You know, Paul says that Jesus told them that it is more blessed to give than to receive. But if you take a look on the whole Gospels, that scripture is not there. That is a scripture that is not written in the gospel. Now, it's not saying that Jesus didn't say that because we hear that John reminds us that not everything that Jesus said or did is written in the gospel. So Paul probably got that from some of Jesus' teachings, but there is one passage that Jesus did say in the scriptures. 
And that is from Luke 6, 38, where Jesus says, Give to others, and God will give to you. Indeed, you will receive a full measure, a generous helping poured out into your hands, all that you can hold. The measure you use for others is the one that God will use for you. Now, that's not using what Paul said is more blessed to give than to receive, but you know, it is reminding us that when we give, when we allow ourselves to be a blessing to others, then God will bring that blessing back to us. God will, will allow us to see the fruits of the ministry that we are a part of and then strengthen us and encourage us and build us up so that we can do even more. My friends, I am just so thankful when I look back on the past four years of ministry and work that has happened here at Roy City First United Methodist Church. There has been amazing things that have happened in the life of our church. And some people, they say, well, thank you, Pastor Chris, for doing that. I said, no, it's not me. It's the power of God, the power of Jesus Christ that is working in and among you that allows the ministry to happen. So, yes, I'm going to get around to it. It is time to think about our, our pledges and, and how we support the work of the church. I know some of you are like going, okay, when's he going to lay this on us? This is the time. Because it is a reminder to all of us, me included, that the work that we do and how we support the work of the church is through our prayers, our presence, our gifts, our service, and our witness. Those five things help us and helps undergird us uh, and, and allows us to be a blessing to others around us. So if you've already received it, uh, the, the ushers and the greeters at the doors uh, passed out this year's narrative budget. A and I invite you to take a look and really dig through that this year because it's different than the past couple of years. I mean, part of it's the same. It, it gives you kind of an idea of the impact this church has made for the gospel of Jesus Christ in 2019. But we've added something different to it this year. You know, with it being uh, 2020, you know, I don't know about you, but I've heard, already heard so many jokes about perfect vision and Barbara Walters and all this type of stuff about this upcoming year. So I've been praying and thinking about what, what can we share this year about what God is calling us to do. And, and I, I had a thinking about what our church will look like in five years, in the year 2025. And, and this narrative budget, part of that is a looking forward five years from now, what Royce City First United Methodist Church will look like. And there's some bold stuff in there. You know, God asks us to pray bold things. God asks us to continue to, to look and, and put our trust in him so that his kingdom may be advanced here on earth. 
So there's those different areas that, that mirrors our vision of our church, our worshiping together, our serving with heart, and our growing in faith. All of those are encompassed in there. But there's also a, a air of, of prayer. We've been praying this whole month of November that, that God will do something and God will move in the life of our church. And I have felt your prayers over this past, past month. And I pray that you continue to think and pray about how God will continue to, to move through you so that we can continue to share God's love. So also in there, uh, last week we had it in your bulletin, but we also have it here this, this week, the finance commitment card, and also what I love to call the you belong here card. Because stewardship is way more than money. Stewardship is, is giving all of yourself, your, again, your prayers, your presence, your gifts, your service and witness. So take these home, and over the next week, be in prayer of how God is calling you to support the works of the ministry. Here, here are the things that I invite you to pray for. First, is how can you serve God's kingdom? How can you serve God's kingdom? That's look, even looking outside of these walls. When we look out in the community and, and we're out and about, how can you do things out in the community that continues to build up God's kingdom? The second thing I ask you to pray for is how does God want you to support the church? And that's way more than financial giving. You know, how can you take what God has given you, these, these little gifts, these little blessings, and then pour them back out on the church so that we can continue to grow together as Christ's church? And then the final one that I would ask for you to pray for is that you pray for the vision of reaching more people, being a church impacting a growing community, and sharing God's love in a tangible way so that when people take a look at you, they say, I want some of that. I, I want what they have. And then they are attracted to the Christ that is in each one of us. <clears throat> My friends, it is an exciting time to be a part of this congregation. It is an exciting time to be a part of what, what God is doing in and among us. And I invite you to be a part of that giving, be a part of this celebration, because God has way more in store for us as a church. And I am just honored and blessed to be your pastor and be able to see those things come to fruition. Let us pray. Oh God, you have blessed us in so many ways. So as we take this time to look at what we have, the gifts and the graces, the ways that you nudge us and, and, and pull us to, to find ways to serve others. You know, it may be just collecting soaps and shampoos whenever we're out of town to help support the ministry we have to homeless brothers and sisters around us. 
It may be taking the opportunity to to spend Sunday mornings or, or Wednesday evenings with our children and our youth to help them grow as disciples of Jesus Christ. Or it may be keeping an ear at what is happening in the world around us and then going to be in mission to those who have hurt or who have lost property, buildings, lost their, their, their livelihoods, and to help support them and to, to nurture them so that they see Christ present in their lives. God, I thank you for the ministry of Royce City First United Methodist Church. And I thank you that as we continue to move towards the celebration of Thanksgiving, that we give thanks for all that you have given us and we share joyfully with you. And we pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen.